Welcome to Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way to deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. Call me Kelly Dodd, if that's what it takes to make me a cast member. And that tagline goes out to future OC cast member, um, Gina's ex-husband's girlfriend. <laughs> I'm forgetting her name now. Brittany? Does that Brittany, yeah, right? Brittany. I not have liked the name Alex called her better. Not Kelly Dodd. <laughs> she did look like Kelly Dodd. That was shocking. I really honestly had that thought before they all started saying it. And I was like, hmm, I, I don't know if that's like problematic for me to think that. But then, nope, they all made it problematic for me. So it's okay. We are also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. I may have fallen off the fose, but the Countess is never down for long. Oh, no. Is this because of uh, Miss Countess's weekend? She says she didn't get kicked out, Julia. No, but she did issue a public apology to all the staff members. Mm-hmm. Making it clear that she got kicked out. This piano bar? Is a that gay piano was? bar. Yeah. And also there's a video of, of it. Of all the places for Luann to be kicked out, you know? That stings. Deja vu. Didn't this already happen? Did I know this these were her people, she thought. Didn't Luann get kicked out of a gay piano bar last year? When I read that headline, I'm like, this is old. I think she did get kicked out of a gay bar. Alright, here's my tagline for the week. I've learned to be more honest, and I've learned that honesty might go against Bravo's policy. Oh. Do we know who I'm talking about? Who's Bravo fighting against? Is this Lisa? No, you're on the right track, though. Who said that they learned to be more honest? (laughs) And they're voicing their opinions is what got them kicked off of Bravo. Oh, wait, is this Jenny? It's Jenny. Oh, my gosh. Well, her opinion... (laughs) <laughs> also Kelly Dodd. But Jenny's opinion was that she hates black people. That's not an opinion you can have and expect a good life with. No, it goes against basic policy of you can't be on of TV. Being, and being just a decent human. Which actually we but don't want on the show. More importantly, gets you kicked off Bravo. Yeah. But that's opinion that she like herself has like backtracked and tried to be like, I've changed since two months ago. <laughs> so it's weird that now she's going back on it. It was, yeah, I'm... I'm We'll get into Salt Lake City in a second. I guess I should just save my thoughts. Yes. Are we ready? We gotta yeah, get into this. Yeah, let's just do Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, the last of the reunion. Can I just say thank God? Can I also just say thank God? Yeah. You too, Alex? Sick of it. We saved oh, the thank best. Mary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we saved the best for last, though. Did we? Did we? Oh, yeah. I feel like season one reunion brought so much more than this. I think with this, we got a taste of what the reunion should have been, which is it should have been, I'd say like 75% Jen Shaw stuff, 25% Mary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Instead, we got 80% the Lisa rant and 20% Jen Shaw stuff. So it was a pretty huge letdown. And maybe based on what i've seen and i know that andy is known for having a bad um showing at below deck reunions um but i think this was his worst outing at a reunion that i've seen he would not let the lisa thing go and i don't know why he didn't like question jen as much as he questioned like erica like it i don't know Alex, I totally agree. And know what? I'm disappointed. We got zero Heather and Whitney being called out for being the shit stirrers. I can't believe that we got nothing. Lisa tried. Yeah. And they're just, nobody picked it up. I found this part three of the reunion fascinating in terms of husbands. And that is that Seth can be so diplomatic 
so reasonable, so supportive of his wife. <laughs> but then, like, he also can't do this whilst in the same room as her. So maybe it is nice if he, like, gathers his thoughts and, like, reads the cue card provided in his hotel room. Um, then Coach Shaw, who, as we knew, was a lawyer before, like, he and Jen are smart fucking cookies. I kind of feel like Jen stands a chance. I don't think she's innocent, but I want her to get away with it. Coach Shaw had a game plan going in. He had a game, and he was super consistent, and his voice was just so mellow and luscious, and I was just riding on a sea of a caramelized vocals i was just like i does have buy an amazing voice. whatever this man is selling to me and he was selling his wife's innocence and i was like yes which is funny because later when jen's like how come want me to bring uh coach shaw back out here to like try to make a case for me it's like well he was doing a great <laughs> yeah, job <laughs> I know. Uh, it was worrisome when he said i will be at her trial as much as time will allow like i do understand he has a high pressure job but it kind of feels like Maybe you should take a leave of absence. So her court date got got moved moved back. She's not currently on trial. But Heather's going to be there every day. Fuck off, Heather. That's that's my stance on Heather right now. Oh, really? Oh, I'm kind of like, I'm drinking the love. I'm... No, fuck her. I think Heather really does like Jen and wants to be supportive. It's just... Reunion, Heather is the worst. And with Coach Shaw, I do have to say, I don't like inspirational quotes. I don't like, you know, in movies like the mm-hmm. locker room pep talks. Coach Shaw, anything he says, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I totally buy it. I love him so much. Mm-hmm. About Seth, I do have to say, this is the one nice thing I will say about Whitney. Whitney feeling uncomfortable that Seth mm-hmm. keeps commenting on her boobs and showing up with the boob cake so then we can put this to rest was actually really smart and funny. So... I am going to have to give a little tip of my hat to Miss Whitney Rose. The soul of wit. <laughs> and only on Salt Lake City would ogling someone else's breast be considered okay. Yeah. This is an exclusive for these girls. I also have to say something else about Salt Lake City. And that is, I know Atlanta has it a bit and Potomac, but I feel like these like things are going to be ongoing while they're not filming. These girls actually have a relationship and they text each other mm-hmm. and they see each other. And there's certain franchises where you don't get that vibe. And I do feel like these girls Beverly Hills they don't see each other outside of. No, they're they're castmates and they kind of are OC pretty open too. with it. Yeah. Yeah. I so maybe it's just those two aren't, but you know, like, but I really get the sense that these girls are invested in, with each other, even if they don't like each other, they support each other in a weird way, as in they're helping boost each other's kind of like fame. Because if one of them has that, then they all have it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, they see each other as like co workers for mm-hmm. a common cause, where I feel like, oh, see, and we can talk about it when we get there. They are trying to, um, like, Lisa Vanderpump, Noella, mm-hmm. like, oh, don't film with her. And I feel like Salt Lake City doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Whitney, we need to talk about the Justin rumor that emerged this <gasps> week. The day we posted last week, it came out. So this is now a week old. But Justin has been fired from being a CEO of the MLM. That he works uh, is for. it because he called it not an MLM? And they were like, hey. <laughs> um, I don't know. The rumor is, is they said that his 
sexy scene with Whitney went against their code of conduct. That's the hot goss on the street. But now, you know, they I think they started filming because they wanted Jen's trial to be on this season. Now it's been pushed back. Damn. But now we're going to get Justin fired mid-season three. Mm. Hell yeah. They would really find that savings useful right now. What savings? The savings that they no longer have. That's what I was getting at. (laughs) (laughs) But she does sell her product at Beauty Lab. Yeah, and it sells out every time they have products. Yeah. That was another, like, chill out Heather moment for me. Yeah, Heather, even Heather, like, was trying to gaslight Jen at one point when Jen was saying that she didn't like that Whitney was implying that she had a sugar daddy and was, like, cheating on Sharif to get money. And Heather said, basically, like, you have bigger stuff going on. You don't get to be mad about that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Reunion Heather, I just don't like her. I like regular Heather, but... Union Heather's the worst. Can we put Dewey and Jenny to bed real quick? Yes, and never talk about them again. Yes, I am so glad never to see these two humans on my television screen again. Dewey talking about having more children with another wife as being a business decision because he wants to get quick results. was he, He's just insane. He's so creepy to me. I like, I cannot stand him. I'm happy we don't have to have the sister-wife plot point again. Yeah, I'm done. Mm -hmm. We got to see Dewey's last, uh, like, desperate grasp for some sort of, like, uh, positive light on him when he tried to take away Coach Shaw's speech about therapy. And Dewey tried to be like, yeah, yeah, it's good for me, too. (laughs) Yeah. That's the last we'll ever hear from him. (laughs) Yeah, way to piggyback on that with your ditto. Right. I got two final (laughs) thoughts. Number one, um, the irony that Jen Shaw is going to go up against the DA to fight on behalf of all people without resources. wonder where those resources went. And <laughs> my other final thought is Lisa saying the hot mic rant was because Meredith made a comment on her house renovation being ugly is why Lisa is a top tier house. Oh, yes. And I do think that there's definitely space for forgiveness when the husbands came into the room. The husbands mm-hmm. clearly like each other and like their quad hangout time. They're foursome. Yeah. As much as we don't like their hangout time, I'm happy they like each other's company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, overall thoughts on this season, you two? Too long. Too long. It was good if it ended four episodes mm-hmm. before this. Mm-hmm. I would have said, what a great season. Oh, Alex, what do you think? I think its highs were among the highest highs we've seen on these shows yet. This was one of the great mm-hmm. seasons. I agree it did go a little too long, but that initial stretch of like Jen having to leave the van and all of them questioning what's really going on with her, that's some of the best Bravo stuff I've ever seen. <laughs> It was great. Everyone was firing in all cylinders. Oh, Meredith yeah. soaking yeah. in tubs. <laughs> Multiple tubs. Multiple tubs. Lisa soaks. calling like nine yeah. people. It's... Saying she was shook. The... Even her hot yeah. mic. Any other season, that would have been Which it. Which Andy tried to make it it, but. Yeah. Any other franchise, well, I mean, like, we that would have been the even... highlight. We touched on it a bit, but the whole catering, like, cancellation debacle with Angie's was so delicious. And we... That would have been... Done. Done so. The entire plot of, like, an OC season. Mm-hmm. I actually would have been okay with it. But not only did we get that, we also got a federal trial, an arrest on camera, a cult, a hot mic. Like, there were so many amazing <laughs> things. Like, you do kind of... You know, you get a little greedy when all you're eating is uh, caviar and... 
filet minion, as uh, <laughs> Heather's mom would say. Heather DeBro's mom. I am um, so It's hard to, yeah. it's hard to, you know, you get to be choosy, I guess. I so hope Jen is innocent. And that's my final thought. So I do have to shout out to Bravo Docket because those lawyers actually put in research. Uh, they did a rundown of all the people who pled guilty this last week. And there are different tiers, and they basically goes like tier D through A, and Jen is tier one. So uh, she's at the top, and everybody's going down, and it does not look good. So I'm shit. I'm kind of worried. And the people who are taking plea deals are only there for like in prison for a couple of years. It's not like they're there for forty years. I don't know. I think Jen might get away with it though. I think she's gambling. I mean, I yeah, I think she might. I kind of want her to. I know that's not the right thing to do. I just like her. I don't I like know. Her. I don't know. I like Coach Shaw. I know. I know that's not the right thing. I'm sorry. Victims. But don't I worry. I like Stu. I like Stu. I like that all these women call each other and just yell at each other on the phone constantly. Off camera. And they call each other by their first and last names. <laughs> yeah. Mary Cosby. And Meredith J- Marks. Meredith Marks. J- Lisa Shaw. Barlow. <laughs> yeah, like, I like how we're just naming their names at this point. All right. All right. Wrap what it should, up. What should we move on to? <laughs> All right, uh, OC time? Well, we're going to miss him. I know, so yeah, but that was our saying Seven goodbye. million episodes later, we're like, darn it, I love those girls. I know, they tricked me yet again. <laughs> All right, OC. All right, OC. So we all knew that Heather and Terry had the seven-year stitch show, mm-hmm. right? People are starting to get very annoyed with Heather's constant promotion. And the show, if I have it right, please correct me if I'm wrong, is plastic surgery coupled with therapy by Heather. A licensed non-therapist. Right. And if you watch their relationship, you think these two are psychopaths. And I don't want either of them near my loving husband and my love nest. No. Yeah, every time they do a flashback of look how great our relationship is, I do not have that takeaway from those cutscenes. No. Yeah, everything feels so manufactured with them. Even like the story about I was crying over an ex and hoping that one day someone would like love me mm-hmm. enough to cry for me in a car, whatever that story was. And she was listening to Richard Marx and then, hey, Richard Marx is at this party. Hey, will you sing us a song? Everything is so fake and so performative with them. Was I the only one that thought they were in an event space for that party and not their house at first? <laughs> well, I remember the tour, Alex, so I knew they were in the basement. <laughs> I remember the tour. It just had a different vibe to it. <laughs> it's just shockingly large. I thought the scene where Terry comes home after a long day at the office and sees Heather all done up and is like, let me take a shower and then I'll process you. It's just all of these things, I think they like, right out beforehand there's no way that's like a genuine sentence no they have a shared notes app where they just like write things they hear in movies and then they just take turns saying it their jobs are like pretty much that they're tv personalities so that's what they're trying to like maintain Mm -hmm. they have like what like three shows that they're on so yeah i i would even go as far as to say they have like writers for them Oh, Alec, why not? You're so right. Why not? That would be such a Heather Mm -hmm. thing to do. I love things to be perfect. I outsource everything. And when the champagne popped and she was like my favorite sound and she had the cute little head bobble, you're like, she practiced that in the mirror. Yeah, these people are terrified. (laughs) She knew exactly how she looked when she did that. 
Are we feeling kind of bored by the Gina, Heather, Emily, Mean Girls? Are we into it? To be honest, I forget about it until it's brought up. So it's not mm-hmm. so much that I'm bored. It's just that I'm, I forget that it's a thing. We'll see if it explodes into anything more. But yeah, they're making... What are we going to say about Shannon? Shannon. They're making Shannon seem very sympathetic. And when we watched this before, yeah. I, just, I didn't even remember Shannon being on there. Huge Shannon fan. I like look forward to Shannon scenes. Mm-hmm. They made me love Shannon. I was disappointed that she was late to Jen's event. And then we all know why she was late. And then her excuse is, oh, you know, kids. Why was she late? How did she I... just was really tired and was just taking forever to get ready. Her daughters were like, where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> get out the door. You know that's going to get brought up at the reunion. <laughs> you lied. Late. I like Gina and Emily. I don't like Heather with them. And I think Emily's Innocence Project is a really cool thing that she's using her platform on. Yeah, she's a part of the Innocence Project, isn't she? Oh, is she? Yeah, she's a oh, lawyer she... for it. Oh. I think that's what I took away, that she watched a documentary on the Innocence Project, thought, I got nothing but time, and I got this law mm-hmm. degree, and then she's actually, it sounds like she's, like, the beginning step to it. That's so cool. I know, I Good really, for her. I really I like love, it. I love Emily, and I love Gina. I just don't like it when they're being reality stars. I don't either. It's not fun to watch. Maybe Heather's writer is just writing them bad lines, and that's why we're not yes. liking them when no, she hangs out with my them. favorite reality star, Noella, is doing nothing for me today. She needs to step it up, mm-hmm. step it up a little bit more. But Dr. Jen, who I mm-hmm. would like to talk about, so what did what was your first thought when she talked about the brain scan at the brain scan party? Well, I'm still not sure what the brain scan is exactly. And that wasn't clarified for me throughout the episode. I, I mean, instinctively, I thought, well, this is like nothing. This is like a scam. Mm-hmm. That was my takeaway by the end. But I'm still not sure what the scam was. It was seemed like we were talking off mic about how like people use horoscopes to like prescribe like meaning to like how you're feeling or whatever and that seems like someone could have their brain scanned and they could, you could say anything about what's going on like oh that means you're not getting enough sleep it's a scam that's done a lot and it looks like she's just involved in another one of them yeah and as you know i have my aura ring and i looked at that brain scan and i was like fuck i've fallen for the same thing <laughs> julia with her snake oil ring <laughs> You haven't fallen for it yet, though. That was a <laughs> You're gift. You're so more credit than gift. that. <laughs> so um, I thought it was total horseshit, especially Terry's face during the presentation. Uh, I googled it. A transcranial magnetic stimulation. Guess what? It's real. It's a actual thing. It's been cleared by the FDA in 2008. It's used at John Hopkins. This is something that's real. However... The only thing I've seen it used for is depression. I don't see any traumatic brain injury okay. stuff. I don't see any addiction stuff. So maybe it mm. does work for one thing. Like hydrogen peroxide can whiten your teeth. But it can also cure your cancer. And like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. is She's selling it as something that like will help everyone. And it, I don't see that. Um, and at first I was like, okay, she's a, a, what is it called? An aesthetics doctor. Like, you mm-hmm. know, she does... Just Botox. Botox. Well, I'll bring that up in a second. So how is she doing this? Isn't this like a neurology thing? Nope. You just need to get this certification and then anybody can do it. So I guess this is like a little pet project for her. And I could be totally wrong about the depression thing, but I have not. I searched and I could not find anything about addiction or traumatic brain injuries having it have like a specifically addiction. 
Well, she couldn't really make her case at all. She just was giving profiles of people that may have been scanned on her PowerPoint. There was no real conclusion. There were case studies, not peer-reviewed studies. It was kind of like the story of Mm -hmm. somebody, but not how this knowledge really helped. That's like the horoscope thing I'm saying, is that Mm -hmm. like, okay, like here's whatever reason why you're acting the way you are. But that's it. Now you're aware of that, but you can't do anything about it because that's how your brain is. Yeah, no, that was a great analogy. What's the point? Well, that was also the weird thing. So the brain scan was telling you things, but what I just said, the um, TMS, that's, they're zapping your brain. That is fixing things. That is rewiring for people who've tried to take medication for depression and it hasn't worked. Wait, so that's what this is supposed to do? That thing they were putting on the back room of a party could zap you? When she was talking about the technology, the zapping technology, that's what she was talking about. I don't know if that's what the helmet was. If that's what made it seem snake oily. It was like too much information and then not enough information at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. And what do we know about Dr. Jen besides her egg uh, freezing fiasco? Mm-hmm. We know that she just got in trouble for selling discount bootleg Botox, injecting it into <gasps> people. Oh no, that's like the number one worst thing you can do as a Botox Injector. <laughs> yeah. Inject mm-hmm. Schmotox. Schmotox. <laughs> so she just got in trouble for that recently. So We it's also like... know that she's selling her house, which I think people on the internet had told us. But when Noella was like, oh, I've never been to, and then list the neighborhood, I was like, what the hell is she talking about? Like, where is this? It's in Newport. And then I looked it up, and on the Redfin... It was the first house to pop up. I didn't hunt for it. It's like the sponsored home right now. And you can recognize that three-car garage entranceway anywhere. Maybe the uh, divorce to Ryan is not going well. Yeah. Gotta sell more Photox. Ha! I have a final thought about Ryan. Um, He made me laugh a lot this episode, which was a surprise from him. (laughs) But um, when Richard Marks is playing his song, Dr. Jen goes, I love this song. And he goes, yeah, it's okay. (laughs) And then it comes back to him like 10 seconds later when everyone's singing along. It shows him, and I can't tell if he's like trying to whistle along or he's just like breathing out (laughs) instead of like mouthing the words it's great go back and watch it (laughs) anytime ryan's in a scene with the little dog who's only a year old i felt like i don't know why that was like groundbreaking the fact that they're stuck with that little dog for at least like 14 more years it feels like that dog's been around for a while that is that is strange i do feel like that dog's been a fixture yeah you're like that's a geriatric dog that dog's got seconds to live maybe never walking ages you (laughs) Go on. (laughs) That's pretty funny, Julia. I think you're totally right. It's like this little morbidly obese chihuahua. Poor cat. Or poor cat. Oh my gosh. (laughs) All right. Are we ready for Joyzy? Sure. Joyzy. Props to Tiki Barber because he and his wife are working their fucking asses off these last two episodes to get themselves on the show. Mm -hmm. I think they were really thinking that they were going to become full-on cast members and right now i feel like they have a good shot but we know how this play ends obviously so i'm wondering if they're gonna drop off the face of the earth the tiki's giving me joe benigno vibes 
He's being very mm-hmm. Machiavellian, very sneaky, mm-hmm. really just kind of like planting things amongst the fellas that he knows are going to like uh, grow into something bigger. I, I think I love his strategy. Her strategy is not working so much. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's everyone's <laughs> kind of onto her. Yeah, she's super ineffective. Don't go after Teresa. You're uh-huh. never going to win. Go after Melissa. Easy pickings. Go after Jackie. Easy pickings. Not... And not enough people go after Melissa. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, not enough people go... You know what? What what's Marge doing? Copy what Marge is doing. Mm-hmm. That's how you become a housewife. Ooh, should we use this as a transition into Hot Mike Marge? Hell yeah! Okay, my Hot Mike Marge <laughs> this week isn't really a hot mic. It was just a focused scene. But the stuff that comes out of her mouth is so funny. After guys' night, Joe B is in bed, not looking so great, and and Marge comes in and she says, "Your little eyes, the bloodshot." <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love a woman who will uh, make you feel so great like that in the morning. I, I have a couple not hot mic marches, on mic uh, marches, um, but they're both examples of her just like chronicling what's happening with her. And it's when she's on the call with Dolores about Dolores's mom and she goes, okay, I'm going to cry. And then later, she narrates. Yeah. When she's, they're at like the spa and she's going to put a robe on, she goes, all right, I'm going to put a robe on. <laughs> Which is great. It makes me laugh every time Every time she says she's going to do something. I could watch a show with just Marge and Joe B. The, those two people are the exact same person. Mm-hmm. Um, my hot mic Marge's are, she's opening a bottle of champagne. It pops. She's successful. She goes, okay, not bad, Margie. <laughs> and then See? when she's a little too hot in the spa and they cool down by putting their feet in the water of the pool, she calls that life-changing. <laughs> I love that was her. So I, great. Would, I love that. I would love I know what's so funny is like last season I feel like I didn't really notice Marge or like didn't really care about her. I can't get enough. She's like my favorite villain. I love her. I am so happy the house is. Last completed. season she was just the iced coffee gal. Yeah. <laughs> and like she was all into her home right now. Oh god, her Sims home right now. Yeah, and like her home is so loud it distracts from her. We really need Marge on a blank canvas to really shout at us. Yeah, you know what? Marge's house is narrating itself. Just yes. like Marge, you go into a room, look, there's a head on the wall. The carpet. It's look, a- I'm purple. <laughs> I'm purple. I'm purple and striped. Look, this is zebra print. Yeah, it all scrapes. <laughs> so, <sighs> Louis. Louis isn't the big bad villain that I thought he was going to be. It's more of a slow burn. Oh, but when he said, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Creepy. At Guy's Night, and then says how horrible his ex-girlfriend was and how she stabbed her current husband. I was like, okay, Louie, you're the worst human alive. You weren't impressed with his improv skills? Like, he just made that up on the spot? There's no way that's real. Jackie <laughs> smells it. <laughs> oh, Jackie totally smells it. He's like, way to discredit the victim. Yeah. You know what's weird? The only person who isn't skeptical of Louie is Evan. Everybody else has said, I hope it, I hope Teresa's right. You know, I'm worried. The only person who's like, he's fine. He's the good guy is Evan. Which is interesting because Jackie's the one who has his number. Hey, those guys got to stick together, you know. I think Evan has already picked his villain for the season. And that villain is, of course, Bill. And I think the reason Evan is really mad at Bill is that Bill was able to keep his affair secret for 10 years. Whereas Evan wasn't allowed to keep his affair secret for 10 minutes. And so I think it's just like a jealousy factor. I think you're totally right, Julia. That's really smart. Yeah, he's trying to like punish Bill. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my favorite 
Jersey tropes, we got the famous flashback montage of Teresa's dad that we hadn't gotten yet this season, but we got like 10 times last season. Which is weird because it was actually supposed to be a montage dedicated to how bad Joe Judice was, but for some reason her dad just made the cut. (laughs) Sometimes Jersey specifically, I feel like... They're testing us, the editors, and they give you like a montage and then they'll just throw a random clip in there. Like when we were talking last week about oh, Bill's our best friend, like none of the clips had Bill in them. <laughs> I think the editors probably know that the show is, there's just so many opportunities for the show to be so funny and the editors like take every opportunity they can, which is unlike other shows. Yes, I think their flashback clips are already nice and edited and in grayscale, and then they have them saved on their desktop, and it just says, like, flashback clip one, flashback clip two. <laughs> so as they clip on the wrong clip. So they're like, fuck, you know what? I'm just dragging four, eight, and 12 in there, and then we'll see what we get. We'll go from there. So I think that they're just uh, poorly labeled, and I, I'm along for the ride. I'm along for the excited choose-your-own-adventure. I have a final thought, and that is I feel so bad for Dolores, the fact that Her children are calling her ex-boyfriend every day. He's there at every appointment with her mom. And they do not speak. And I feel like they do not speak because David won't take her calls. I get this weird feeling. And he it's so weird. It's kind of like he's stealing her family from her in this weird way. Like I know they're still love their mom and but like he is taking ownership of her family and taking a little bit of that away from her. So the reason they broke up is because David wasn't giving her anything and now he still isn't giving her anything. No, he's taking. Yeah, it's like they're in the exact same situation mm-hmm. even though she's technically removed herself. I don't know. It's I feel really bad for Dolores and the stuff with her mom. Oof. Yeah, he puts so much energy in the relationship towards like building relationships with her family instead of her, it mm-hmm. seems like. Yeah, David's a weirdo. I think she and Frank are going to get back together. No, no, no. Wishful thinking. I I hope that could happen, but... I think Frank would. I think it's Dolores who won't. Same. Mm-hmm. But she, she like, relies on him mm-hmm. a lot. When he had that girlfriend in Texas, Dolores was not pleased. No, but now he doesn't. So she just rode the wave. Mm, good point. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for awards? Yes. All right. Awards. My award is the Kim Kardashian People Just Don't Want to Work Anymore award. Of course, I named this after her uh, nice interview quote that the internet took so well. (laughs) I give this award to Tiki Barber, who is working his ass off. Mm -hmm. Debatably more than his wife. Oh, yes. Or at least he's working better. Mm -hmm. Work better, not harder. Yeah. All right, Alex, what's your award? My Dr. Jen Edit award Named after the edit the OC editors gave Dr. Jen during her appearance at Heather's dinner party mm-hmm. a few episodes back. Goes once again to Dr. Jen <laughs> for the edit they gave her during her PowerPoint presentation <laughs> this episode. I mean, whether or not it's exaggerated, they're really, they do her no favors at any chance they get. So congratulations, Dr. Jen. They hate her. And we've all just seen her reunion look. And yes, they hate her. <laughs> Yeah, very 2006 middle Mm -hmm. school dance. All right, Julia, what's your award? My analogy (laughs) drama award. As we recall, last season in Jersey, there was all this drama over the word analogy. I gift to the word docket, which became an 
odd argument on Salt Lake City Reunion Part 3 about who taught who the word docket and what docket actually means and if <laughs> Meredith is blaming Jen finding her guilty because she knows the word docket. Anyway, congratulations, docket. You are the new analogy. I do have to say, um, we did talk about it on the Salt Lake City portion of the pod, but Jen saying that she was charged because Meredith called the FBI mm-hmm. and then saying just kidding all in one tone was probably the best part of this season. And the <laughs> fact that she can pull that off and just... Like, she's a way better actor than Heather DeBrow. And yeah. she is so fucking likable. You're I like, know. is she going to wrap a jury of her peers mm-hmm. around her little finger? I is she going to buy will. them all snowflake necklaces? Or snake necklaces. We'll see. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.